thank you for joining us this evening. My name is John. We have the great pleasure of having Lisa Medina here with us tonight. And she is the head of the Calaveras County Animal Services, correct? That's correct. That is correct. Now, now you also, so people know, you wear multiple hats. Now, what, how, yes, I do. What different departments are under your bailiwork? So, uh, under my bailiwork um, <laughs> are the Environmental Management Agency and I'm the administrator. So, okay. under that umbrella, we have Animal Services, the Agricultural Department, Got it. Um, the Air Pollution Control District, which I'm also the Air Pollution Control District Officer, Got it. and Environmental Health and On-Site Wastewater. Wow. That's quite a bit. It keeps me busy. I now, love it. But this is, this is kind of the... This is the most visible one, right? Animal services, isn't that the one that people, I mean, that's, you know, the... It is. Yeah. It is in the forefront because yeah. our community is very vested in their animals, um, as we all are. Yes. You know, and, and we have a very, our hearts are in it, our souls yes. are in it, and it brings the community together to know that we're doing something good. Yeah. Um, question, before we get into some of these other subjects sure. um, here, is during fire season, when yes. there's um, animal evacuations and stuff like that, I know... Do you help with, uh, like, for example, the uh, fairgrounds when they open up for, now, do you, do you help staffing on some of the stuff on that We well? do. As a matter of fact, um, for an example, on the last Arola fire, yeah. um, we were able to deploy some of our officers and some of our staff. We had them on standby the minute that the EOC, the Emergency Operations yep. Center, um, yep. was put to task. I was part of that EOC along okay. with several other department heads and partners um, that we work with. And uh, we had our staff on standby in case we needed to respond. Right. We have one stop trailer, um, and we have a network of people out in the community that are willing to help right. us. Right. Oh, yeah. You drop a hat, and those, yes. trailers, will, those trailers will show up. Yes. Yeah. We also have, fortunately, Lori Tianini uh, from Frogtown, yes. uh, from the fairgrounds, who has just been a blessing for us in every which way. Uh, if we are not able to house the animals on site at the Animal Service Center, which we do have mm -hmm. the capacity to have several horses, large animals and you know, we have kennels for dogs and cats then we defer to Lori and she's use that as available. an overflow yeah yes sir yeah. Uh, we use her you know 24 7 as a matter of fact I just sent them pizza a few weeks ago to thank Very them nice. for their help with the nice. fire. Um, a question just as a um, I know this before we get out of just but I, the fire thing was is let's say the areas that are under the Caldor fire um, we haven't had one like that here since the Butte fire, you know, a long, com yes. you know, a long um, campaign fire. What issues, because I mean, cause some of those people have been out of their house for almost a month mm -hmm. now. Um, you know, what type of, in an event like that, what are some of the protocols for people with animals and stuff? Is it, is it, yeah, I mean, is it long term? So speaking of that, so what we like to do with animal services and all actually all across the board is to educate our public. Right. I mean, that is the number one right. thing that we do is we like to facilitate education, provide that information to our public. As a matter of fact, I did bring some information, you know, for that. Got it. Uh, for example, we have, and uh, this is something that has flown at our board of supervisors meetings. I put together a PowerPoint. The pet disaster checklist. Pet disaster yes. checklist that follows, you know, everything. What you do you need? What do you have to have ready for a go box? for your smaller domestic animals. For our larger animals, we have our disaster preparedness for livestock owners. All this information is available on our website and also under our Cal OES website. So just in case it's more just than Just in case. It yeah. is, so, so if it is a prolonged period of time like this one and not 
Yes. Just a night or two. Type For a of prolonged um, point of time, generally we like to tell people to have uh, rations and have supplies for 48 to 72 hours. Right. Um, but our officers and uh, staff will go out and feed animals if necessary. That's okay. what we did during the Butte fire, and we're willing to do that uh, for anybody, even in any current situation. If some um, of our elderly in the community is having some, um, you know, some struggles, sure. you know, they can call us and sure. we can say, sure, we'll come out there and help you. We'll even supply food because we get quite a few donations of food from our great wonderful open-hearted community yeah That's yeah well anyway I just thought was you know fires top of mind right now I thought I would start off with that one sorry we're ready that. yeah no, that's All perfect right. one of the things that has been the perennial topic for seems like at the county for long as I can remember is the new animal services shelter yes, yes it is it has been a um, so what's what's the latest so I'll tell you the latest. So the board approved um, this year for the fiscal year 600,000 uh, to be utilized towards the infrastructure of a new animal shelter. So you actually have a budget. Yes, we do. Very cool. Yes, we are very excited, you know, and it's something that has been, you know, coming for quite some time. Yes. Shelter is yes. even older than me, mm -hmm. and that's a little old. <laughs> but. Um, um, we're real excited, you know, yeah. we have an ad hoc committee um, and we're right now we're just in discussing different types of infrastructures. What type of building do we want to have? Do we want a metal building? Do we want to, you know, that right. type of thing. Right. It's real critical. Location. I know Location, kind of, location yeah, is number one. Whereabouts, I know the county does have enough land for it. Where, where will you be located? In that same spot or are you going to be moved? Well, we're looking at that right now okay. because we're looking at ingress and egress and a good way for our community to reach us. But not only that, in case there is an event of emergency, then we may need to have access, ingress and egress. We're looking at um, probably about the middle of our campus right now. We have yes. six plus acres. On that the area kind sites. of, oh, if people are familiar with it, I mean, because you have that open area between, say, public works and the library, right? Isn't that... Um, yes, it's uh, it's on that area. That's a little bit uh, south. We have that area where animal service is located right now between um, Cal Fire and also the jail. Oh, so okay. we're looking at that area. Even though it's a little hilly, you know, there's all types yeah. of different things yeah. that we can we can work at. So that section. So basically, if people work where the courthouse is, but kind of move you towards the hospital, so to speak, from, yeah. you know, kind of that whole area between Cal, between Cal Fire and the, okay. Yeah, that's a yeah. discussion. Yeah. yeah, it is all about location. Um, right. That's the priority is we want to maybe, maybe uh, be able to determine where to put that animal shelter that is very instrumental in making sure we go forward and facilitating any plans. Right. What's the uh, what's the capacity of the shelter now? Well, how many, how many is it? So currently we have 21 dog kennels okay. and uh, 34 cat kennels, but uh, through the generosity of, of our C uh, 501c3s like Focus, mm -hmm. And other entities, oh, we've been able to um, ha get more kennels. Um, we're even able to accommodate additional animals in our focus building, you know, where they routinely meet. Um, so our capacity right now is probably we can hold about 60, 60 cats and maybe 30 animals, okay. 30 dogs, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Now we also have room on site for our corrals, uh, for horses, for, large animals, for pigs, huh? for yeah. goats. Um, probably no buffalo. Uh, I have a great story about the buffalo too, by the way. You'll have to ask me about that in a little bit. 
Um, only there used to be quite a few up in the West Point area. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they Are still, there still have. We had a couple of wild buffalo um, out in the copper area, and uh, we were able to, you know, a couple of the little buffalo got loose. And buffalo are a little different. You know, they're real strong and steady, right. and right. Uh, they're able to actually get out of anything. So we had to uh, kind of detour some of the the buffalo back into the corral, per se. <laughs> and they're not hard. They're very difficult to deter. It's they're a little like stubborn, right? It's kind of like wrangling cats, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about that. Is focus? That's that's the primary one that helps out with you guys, oh, right? Focus. That, okay. They are our right hand. They're our heart. You know, we can. Do they do help anything. coordinate volunteers too? Is they do they help? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes, they okay. do. Um, they are such a welcome. You know, they're they're part of our um, their foundation. You know, of animal services, Calaveras Animal Services. That's yeah. what they're called. Friends yeah. of Calaveras Animal Services. And uh, we cannot do anything without them. You know, they assist with um, some of our spay and neuter costs. They transport animals. You know, they assist with our rabies and microchip right. clinics. You yes. know, we've been very successful yes. with that. And you had one this last weekend, right? Yes, we had yes. one uh, this last weekend at Angels Camp. And then we have our next one October 2nd here at the government center. Government well, not center. here, yeah. but at our government center. Yeah. Yes. Um, I guess the, one of the other questions is, you know, you always see on the um, CHP logs and stuff like that, animals out, cows mm -hmm. out, and stuff like that. So if there is, you talked about it, alluded to it with the uh, the little buffalo. So what, I mean, what percentage of your calls is for animals out, livestock out, a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, of, a lot of calls like that that you, you know, work since with? I, since I have been um, at the helm, I think we probably received about three or four calls, you know, for animals that are loose on the highway. You know, That's not and that many. It's really not yeah. that many, but it kind of sets you know the prioritization because that's a health and safety hazard, mm -hmm. right? And yes. if it happens at dusk, dusk or at oh nighttime, boy. it's even more. I mean, I was coming home from Jackson one night and coming up the hill to Moak Hill, mm -hmm. and what do I see? A herd of goats in the middle of the highway. It was on our sides, of course, so mm -hmm. we called CHP, mm -hmm. and by the time, of course, they got there, the goats had disappeared, but people were coming around those blind corners, you know, barreling down uh, the, the highway there, not seeing the goats. So I had a couple of good Samaritans helping me, you know, trying to give everybody a warning. Um, so things like that that are real important to us, you know, to maintain yes. our community safety. You know, and people, I don't think, sometimes you realize that those can be fatal because, you they know, there is... If you're in a small car and you hit a 1,500-pound animal, you know, and, and you're in a Miata or something like that, it's land. It's going to be in your lap. It is. It's you know, and mm. you know, and, and it's. I know it's a little bit of a detour. Like, I mean, was it last year we had the the young mother that yes. perished with a bear? Yes. And we've had some instances. I don't know whether it's uh, with the global warming stuff, but we've had several instances where there's been traffic incidents with bears. There was one in Copperopolis, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, vehicle versus bear in Copperopolis. I mm -hmm. mean, that's, that's low. Yes, it is. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it, you kind of, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are they doing down there? But I mean, if you're coming up here, if you're watching this, sometimes it's, you know, it, the animal service, it's kind of fun. It's kind of nice, you know, the pets and this stuff, but there's sure. a serious side to it. I mean, 
There's a very you know, serious side. There is, yeah. The more serious sides um, are, of course, when we have to respond um, and investigate animal cruelty cases. Right, right. Um, that is heart-wrenching and heartbreaking. Yes. You know, we do our due diligence and, and we make sure that those animals are protected. Um, another thing is responding to bite reports, you know, and or possibly a few rabies, years ago, rabies, rabies, report. Skunk yes. rabies. Okay. dogs will, you know, yep. attack the skunks. Yep. Dogs have to be tested. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, and very successfully because of our rabies and microchip free clinics, you know, we've vaccinated over 627 animals very in California cool. County since last September. And the next one's in October. Next one's October 2nd. Yes. And now the last rabies incident, we wasn't that, was it Mountain Ranch? Was it last rabies one here? What I was it up there? I believe it was in the Mountain Ranch area, and I believe that was a skunk. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, some, I mean, yeah, so. Yeah, and, um, you know, another one uh, of things that's uh, sometimes it's when we get dogs that are hit or animals that are hit on the highway, you know, they'll be deployed, you know, hopefully if, if we're still open, you know, through the night, you know, they'll be deployed to a uh, to us, right. and then we'll take them immediately to Angels Camp Veterinarian or one of the other several veterinarians that we collaborate with, right. you know, and have MOUs with throughout the county and outlying counties as well. Do the vets work with you guys pretty well? I mean, is it? Is they it, are wonderful. Yeah. Um, all the veterinarians at our rabies and microchip clinics mm -hmm. are donating their time. So they, we couldn't do that without them either. I mean, our community is just wonderful. Yeah. In uh, being able to help out, you know, help us out because we have a we have a budget, you know, sure. and, and we the thankfully we have a, a good budget, but we also have a lot of time because we never know what we're going to be hit with. Right. We never know what we're going to be responding to. Mm -hmm. You know, we are we going to be rescuing fifty goats? Are we going to be rescuing mm -hmm. twenty horses? We just never know. So yeah. we always have to be prepared and ready. Our vehicles are always gassed up. We're always prepared. We always have the right go kits, the first aid kits, right. and the right, right. people. Yeah. Um, do you take, you know, it's, this is one, I think we covered most of that, um, but animal services, you know, other animals besides cats and dogs, obviously large animals, you know, that type of stuff, um, even buffalo if need be. Right. We probably would take the buffalo to Lori Jeannie in front because Lori has the capacity and she she has the the power to do right, that. Right, so, that'd be one yeah. you may farm out to the to the. the Lori would not only get pizza, but she'd get probably an ice cream parlor. Yes, like that. for the buffalo. Yes. yes. Um, but you know the pigs and the other ones a little more. Mm -hmm. You can handle a few yes, of we them, can. those. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've had several goats. We've had a few pigs. You know, we had about um, at one time ten horses. Um, up there, anywhere from emus to llamas, uh, some of the you know other different animals. And they all have different personalities, don't they? They do. Yeah, they <laughs> truly do. I mean, this truly. I mean, animals are very special. Oh yeah. They truly. Yeah. Are. And and they can be stinkers as well, right? Yes, they, they can. They can. They Literally. Can, yeah. Lord, I mean, yeah. The, the, other than the literal part, but they can be mischievous. But and, it's great. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, wonderful. All right. Um, as far as under the stuff, is what else? What else does the public need to know about your department? What you're up to, and what what do we need to know? Well, you know, I just would like our you know public to know that animal services is here, you know, for our community, and uh, we're here to help out. You know, we're right. here to collaborate. We're here right. to communicate. If you need anything, if you need help with food, you know, some of our community is on a lower income. Mm -hmm. We can help out with that. You know, we get all kinds of different uh, food items donated to us. 
We work with different organizations. We have uh, Christmas coming up, and uh, we set up booths, you know, to be able to assist sure. those people. And uh, this year we'll be doing that as well. What's the process if somebody's, you know, in need of uh, food for their animals? They just email you or call you or something? They can simply okay. just call us up, and we'd be more than happy to put together something for them, and we'll even deliver it. You wow. Bet. Yeah, we, we would truly do that. Yeah. And that's what we're there for is to help our community and to help them, you know, be good pet owners, you know, because a lot of people, you know, when they get a fluffy little duck or a little puppy or kitten, sometimes they're not aware of what to do with it. Right. We have all kinds of resources available on our website to help them. What, with that. what have been some of the um, recurring needs that you see? What, what, what's some trends? What do you see as far as? Some different trends as far as like our department or as far as, as, far like as supplies needs. and I mean, needs. What do you see some of the needs for the you know, a new shelter. A new shelter. But we're it. getting okay. that, you know, so we're really yeah. excited about that. Uh, but that's been a long time coming, you know, um, as I said before, our shelter is really uh, quite antiquated. But, you know, it suffices for what we need to do if we've made right. it work for years. Yeah. Um, and with the community support and also mm -hmm. uh, focus in other entities, 501c3s. Um, I would say uh, right now we need more volunteers. You do. You know, okay. truly need volunteers. Um, we cannot do anything without our volunteers. Just last month, our volunteers, for just for the dogs alone, gave over, I think, 300 hours wow. of their time, you know, from walking those dogs. Those dogs are in kennels. Mm -hmm. You know, they need to get out and about, you know, um, and, and people, you know, they're doing that on their off time, on their work time. I mean, we will take anything that we can get. So I've kind of been trying to promote that, but definitely, you know, if you're out there and you're, you're hearing this, please, you know, complete an application. Volunteer, yeah. There is a volunteer process. Yeah. There is a volunteer application. Um, unfortunately, anybody uh, that is under 18 years old cannot volunteer, but Got there's it. other ways to do it. Sure. Um, there's other ways for like a Girl Scout troop or the elementary schools put together like little blankets mm -hmm. or uh, do mm -hmm. some, something fun, you know, mm -hmm. put up signs or, or do anything. There's ways for them to help out. Yeah. And we have a list yeah. of things that they could do as well. Um. What are some, do you have any, um, for the county-wide, do you see any problem areas for people for here locally that you see as, I mean, what do you, or most of it, or most of the time it's pretty good, or what do you see? What, you know, what are you seeing? I, I see, you know, on this last Arola fire, yeah. you know, there, there's something, I think our community is very prepared. You know, one of the stipulations that uh, veterinarians will tell people with livestock is, yeah, you must have a stock trailer. You know, it would always it. be prepared. Got it. And uh, different things like uh, CDFA, you know, which is also, this is on our website, um, it tells you how to prepare. A lot of them were prepared, and we were kind of surprised. We only received 22 animals on the last fire, they, on the they, roll of fire. They jumped on that fire. One yes, of the things that was amazing on that did. one is when the Caldor exploded to 40,000 acres, there was 232 people on it that day. Mm -hmm. There was 340-some on the Arola fire yeah, they, here. So there was really... more people on that. And I think there's some reasons on it. I know it detours a little bit from the animal services, but it kind of doesn't. Is, is with where that fire was, if it would have got established in that Stanislaus drainage, only way it could go is up is straight up. I mean, we it would have been it's it easily the potential to be another Caldor fire because that Stanislaus branches out to where the one branch goes up behind, you know, Murphy's, Hathaway Pines, Arnold, etc. But then it also branches out to where it goes up behind Cedar Ridge, mm -hmm. Twainhart. So basically, you could have had that whole, you know, you would have had, you know, you it would have, have been a little different. Of, yes, hundreds yeah, it would of have animals. Been a little I mean, different. it was. 
you know, and I think they, it was a pretty amazing how they not, how they jumped on that quickly enough and, and defensively enough to not, because that was, that was one of those fires, even some of the fire guys were saying, is fires in that location, you put them out and you put them out mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. because those things, I mean, yeah, yeah that thankfully, was a bad spot. We yeah. just have um, all across the board, you know, from, um, from Cal OES sure. know, to our fire partners and mm-hmm. all the fire chiefs. I mean, they really act on it. And um, the, we promote a lot of education. We certainly would never, you know, knock on everything here, go through another Butte fire incident right. again. Right. Um, but I think um, a lot of education has been put out there, how to be prepared, how to be ready. And our focus, of course, is going to be on our animals. But yes. I think they're educated. Now, you know, I think a question, a little bit, and this may call into one of your other Departmental responsibilities, but on the on the Butte fire, recovering from it. I mean, if you're looking through, they're doing all the redistricting stuff now. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that, you know, the the county's population has still stayed relatively flat. But that, I mean, the Butte fire burn area has not recovered yet because it's still down. Because um, Jack's district is still down by two thousand people, and and we're a small county. That doesn't sound like very many, but that whole area. I mean, it still has some 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 ways to go to make it back, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that Butte Fire scar, scar Yeah, I was, I was actually deployed to the Butte Fire from San yeah. Joaquin County. That's how mm-hmm. I got here, you know, is doing the hazardous materials analyses yeah. and the well yeah. and the septic um, determinations. Right. And I I just remember seeing just the devastation, you know, in that particular district, and, and it's unfortunate, you know, that it hasn't recovered. Um, yeah. But hopefully we can get people, you know, back there, you know, and we can get people vested in our community and especially in that area in that district but meanwhile you know through our other departments that, yeah. that are under our authority you know we do the education you know to our food facilities uh, we prepare them you know we prepare them for our PSPS events yes uh, what to do with your food in case and we haven't really had out. too many yet this year no we haven't I mean, I mean if yes we still got another two months left yes uh, we do we just need to get to November yeah, come on November to, yeah it's yeah. just you know and people as people I think people start to let their guards down a little bit so I think one thing to remind them is the campfire it was November and when that thing rolled through paradise and if it was and if people remember it was the first wedding rain that helped put that out mm-hmm. you know and if that, if that you know, we. I mean, we're we're now we're in the worst part of fire season right now. People, you know, the, you know, people. The, the temps start to cool off. You start thinking, oh, everything, you know. But our Butte I mean, fire, we just had that, you know, anniversary. Yep. So that's um, that's something that we got past. Um, but September, like you said, is it's critical through November. Yeah. yeah. Um, does that affect back to the the subject at hand here? Is on your seasonal needs as far as feed and things for animals and stuff. With this this time, do you see more need as far as feed and stuff now? I mean, now that we're into the, you know, this is probably the the leanest period as far as, you know, natural occurring food for mm-hmm. animal. I mean, is do you see? What do you need? Um, as far as like a, as far as like our shelter operations, you yeah. know, because we get a lot of you know, like I said, a lot of uh, community donations, right. right? And we also have our own budget, you know, to purchase yeah. the needs of for our animals. Uh, just the other day, you know, we got six kittens in that were just barely had their eyes open. So Aww. we had to prepare, you know, certain Similac and certain sure. nutrients uh, for yeah. them. Two of the kittens, we didn't think we were going to make it. I mean, they came in, you know, they were lethargic, you know, they, they were warm with their other cats or their other kittens, but we, I really didn't think they were going to make it. Right. 
Um, right. But we immediately fed them, kept them warm, and now they're as frisky as ever. So all five Good. of them made it. Good. So just that's an example. Yeah. Do we have kitten formula? We might have some on hand, but we never know when we're going to get kittens. And that's yeah. a very specialized type of you know, yes. product. So yes. in instances like that, then yes, you know, we might need some, but we never know when we're going to need it. Um, Segue back over to the large animal stuff. Mm -hmm. One thing is I don't, you know, I think you mentioned on it in passing is lots of, you know, people now think it's kind of fun. You know, they'll get goats, they'll get all the other stuff, but they may not have a trailer to haul them or something like that. Do you see that quite where people don't realize that, you know, if you have those animals, you have to be able to move them, right? Yes. Isn't that, the, isn't um, that something? As a matter of fact, uh, one of some of the animals that we did end up sending out some of our animal service officers yeah. out to did not have a trailer. Um, so we ended up bringing those animals to safety at the okay. frog town. So yes, um, that is one thing. You know, the, a lot of times that what they tell uh, the the farmers, you know, and the ag, you know, the departments, not the ag departments, but the agricultural uh, people that have yeah. all these livestock and animals, yeah. is make sure that you know that they're branded. You know, make sure that they have all the appropriate identification, um, photos, that type of thing, right. and then make sure they have right. a plan. Um, so, so you can yeah. identify them later if they yes. get all lumped into a, into, into a pen. Because that, that's what happens. That's what happens. Uh, and yeah. that's what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that, number one, that the animals are safe. Right. They might be put together. We do our best to try to keep everything together. Do you threaten to brand the owner if they don't brand their animals? Is that is that part of the... Um, so, well, we put on like a probably a, like a little stick-on tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so branding, I think that's a liability branding for the branding. Branding the owner's a little too much. You know, it's I think just, that might be just a little okay, bit too much. Okay, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> maybe a, a stick-on tattoo. All right, well, maybe that's, you know, maybe in time past, right? Yes. Maybe in time past. But, um, yeah, I grew up on a I grew up on a cat ranch. So. Oh, I mean, fun. It was a funny thing yeah. where it's not funny, but it's a little bit of is we were branding one summer, and my dad had some Scottish Highlanders, which is most people are not familiar with. That's a very hairy cow because they, you know they can have hair hair that's six eight inches long because they're mm -hmm. high, you know and we were branding and we caught one on fire i was just gonna <laughs> say that because I'm, I'm thinking of this long hair i'm thinking and oh like, no i know what's coming next <laughs> and luckily it was just it was just singe it wasn't really you know it wasn't really burning the animals sure. much. but it was like this poor cow for like uh two months it had this giant hole of just because because it, it caught in the hair you know it was almost like this two two it is. that was running through my head when he yeah, said i so know what caught, he's gonna say yeah we caught one oh on fire yeah it was a scottish islander you know we caught it on fire so it was just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> things happen like that. I mean, yeah. we, we do our best to respond to things like that. Right. But I'm sure you right. had a bucket of water and you tossed it on the. We we patted it down. Yeah, we Highlander. It, yeah, yeah, Scottish. Yeah, the fire Scottish Highlander. Yeah. And you, you, um, there, if you have ever seen pictures of them, they're very very hairy, and lots of times they can also have like a, um, a white band in the middle. You know, hmm. some some of those have like a distinctive markings. They're kind of fun animals. Yeah, little, they, little they different sound personnel. Personalities not quite, um, not quite as buffalo like, but yes. you know they, they do have their own personalities. So that's awesome. Yeah. All right, yeah. so we got a couple minutes left. Okay. So some um, the summary on what the state of animal services right now, what you need the well, people to know. Well, I can tell you, I am so excited and grateful that the board um, has blessed us, you know, with this 
amount of, right. of monies that we can work with, you know, with right. our committees um, to move forward on building a new animal shelter. Uh, what a put it out there to the community that we are here for our Calaveras community and especially their little furry babies. Yes. And even if they're not their fur babies, you know, even if they see something, you know, say something, call us, you know, right. let us know. Right. Um, we're always looking out for animal welfare and we're looking out for the well-being. Not only them, because a lot of times there's a very close relationship between humans and animals. Mm -hmm. You know, humans feel secure when they have their animals. Um, I was speaking to someone the other day about evacuations. A lot of times, you know, people won't evacuate if their animals can't go with them. Right. Instead of going right. to an evacuation center, they'll take that animal with them to their vehicle. Yes. Would I do the same thing? Probably. probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. probably because yeah. you know we we feel this vested you know heartfelt. Their family. There are fur babies. You their know, family. And, yeah. and I think that's what's driving um, everything is you know that passion and that love. Uh, not only for the animals, but for the love between humans and animals. Yes. It's very yeah. important. Yeah. Um, in summary, you know, I'm just very grateful that I have this opportunity, you know, to speak to to you and to our community about our animal services, and and I look forward to very many years and a very successful animal shelter. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, thank you. Have a good night. Thank you.